Game four, Seattle Mariners at Detroit Tigers, Wednesday, August 3rd, Comerica Park, Detroit, Michigan. The young upstart Tigers took on the somewhat drifting lost Seattle Mariners before a modest, quiet, interested crowd in Detroit. The Tiger fans are patient baseball purists. They are northern woodsmen who think for themselves. When the scoreboard flashes more noise, they remain quiet. They keep their eyes on the action, cheer when they're inspired, and are patiently watching this talented Tiger team only two years after challenging the old New York Mets futility record grow up. After Maroth, a young lefty junk baller, mystified Seattle in the first, the Detroit hitters, a slew of 300-hitting line-drive masters, old and young, began their 13-hit evening. The super-slick fielding shortstop Guillen and super-rookie Shelton banged doubles between singles by Polanco and Ordonez. Then Betancourt's error, another single by the crowd-pleasing Big Bear, Dimitri Young, and Monroe's sacrifice fly rung up four runs against hard-throwing Gil Mesh. Mesh survived until the fifth by changing his tactics and mixing in lots of slow-breaking balls and change-ups when he realized the potency of Detroit's fastball hitters. Maroth continued to hold down Seattle with lots of junk and an 84-mile-an-hour fastball until Bloomquist got his first of three singles, sleuthfully stole second without a throw, and came home with Sexton on Beltre's home run blast down the left field line. The Seattle lineup has three monsters, Lefty Ibanez, the towering six-foot-seven-inch Sexton, and Dodger reject Beltre in the middle, ballet like Suzuki who was 0 for 5 this night leading off, and not much else. They have lots of holes to fill to contend in the tough American League West. The crowd patiently waited until the Tiger bats erupted again for five big ones in the fifth. With two outs, star catcher Pudge Rodriguez, who had fanned his first two times, poked an RBI double to left center field, and soon Mesh walked Monroe, which signaled his exit. Enter young Najiat, who hung, then shook his rubbery right arm out before each pitch, all sliders. First he hit an annoyed Infante to load the bases. After falling behind on Polanco, his first fastball was shot through the hole to left field for two runs, and Guillen knocked in one more. The potent heart of the Seattle order produced a two-run response off Maroth in the top of the sixth to make it 9-5. to five. These Tigers are similar to the Atlanta Braves, who marinated youthful pitchers Glavin, Maddox, and Smoltz, and Millwood. The Tigers have Maroth, Bonderman, Johnson, and Robertson. They are mixed with potent hitters. Atlanta had Jones, Chipper Jones, and Andrew Jones, Klesko, Lopez. These are matched by Shelton, White, Young, and Guillen. After some lean years of 20-game losers on the hill and 250 hitters, sticking with their homegrown kids peppered with great acquisitions like Polanco and Ordonez could very well result in a dynasty, which is what happened in Atlanta. Manager Trammell may be eventually the American League's Bobby Cox. He could be around a long time, 
as he was being the Tigers' shortstop alongside second baseman Lou Whitaker for decades. The present Tiger bullpen, a bunch of big hard throwers with little experience, looked shaky in the late innings. Huge Hermann pitched one good inning, and then in the eighth, his one-pitch 94-mile-an-hour heater was too predictable to handle the big boys who pushed across two more runs to cut the lead to 9-7. Newly chosen closer Rodney, a diminutive but still flame-throwing righty, had to come in early and whiffed young Reed and got Betancourt to fly to right to get out of a big jam. Shelton, an amazingly mature young hitter who could be a great one, homered to the opposite field, barely into the first row of seats to make it 10-7 Detroit. After walking ancient Mariner ex-Dodger Hansen, Andy Banez, Paul Bunyan Saxon strode to the dish, wanting to eat up the three-run lead in one big gulp. But Rodney got his first save of the year by inducing a big pop-up to second to end things. These Tigers are exciting, and they're loyal, historically patient Tiger fans who remember that every 15 to 20 years, a great team shows up, a la the 60s Cash, Kaline, Lolich, McLean, or the 80s Kirk Gibson, Whitaker, and Trammell, are quietly awaiting the maturing of their next heroes. Postscript. The Tigers, shortly after this one in a horrible slump, ended the year really poorly, getting manager Trammell fired. But I still think this team has a lot of talent and will rebound next year. The Mariners stayed aimless and hopeless throughout the season and need to flesh out their team with more than just three or four players. Next week in Game 5 of the baseball trip, Art travels to Cleveland, where the Indians host the perennial evil leaders of baseball, the New York Yankees with their newly acquired former Rocky, Sean Chacon, on the mound. Subscribe to The Baseball Trip at the iTunes Music Store or artlandy.com. Thanks for listening. Tell all your friends and fellow fans about The Baseball Trip at artlandy.com, where they can subscribe to Where's Art? His weekly calendar of musical performances.